Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hello, hello, crazy birds. I hope you guys are doing well and are having a super fantastic day wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. If you have not already, please let me know where you're listening in from either on Instagram at Zero Waste Mariska, or you can actually send a message via the website mamaearthtalk.com. Just hit me up and tell me where you've been listening in. We'd love to hear more from your crazy birds. Today, we have a really interesting podcast And we had a guest on previously as well to touch a little bit about this. And I've had so many of you crazy birds actually, you know, saying that they want to learn more about this and hear more about this topic. So I got really an amazing, amazing couple. They're just phenomenal. I had so much fun talking to them. And I'm also looking forward to actually sharing with you guys the episode that I recorded with them on their podcast as well. So our guests today are master coaches and the co-founders of The Wellness Theory with over 35 years plus combined in health, fitness, and wellness. This couple has been empowering individuals all over the world to become happier, healthier versions of themselves. They coach under 45s to eliminate stress, calm a racing mind, feel in control of emotions, and build a healthy, meaningful life. They are also the podcast hosts of Stress Relief in Your Pocket with the Wellness Theory. During this episode, we take a look into stress, why it is important for us to understand stress and unhealthy stress. They also provide us with a deep dive into three different levels of stress management, as well as give us a great breathing exercise that you crazy birds can actually do right now to align more with Mama Earth. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Charlotte Stemming Mills and Jonathan Mills. Thank you. It's been it's great to it's great to be here. Thank you for having us on. Very excited to be here. Yeah, well, you guys are really welcome. And it is such a great honor to actually speak to you. Uh, you guys are doing some amazing work. And I'm just going to dig right in and ask you like a little bit more about your sustainability journey as well. Like how, how did that start to like where you are today? We've had an interesting journey, really, because I think we 
well, I think I can speak for both of us yeah. on this one. Um, we both kind of grew up in an environment where sustainability wasn't really a thing. Like there wasn't, it wasn't talked about. There was, there was lack of education in the school system, in our home environments as well. Um, and it was only much later when we started to do the work that we're now doing today, uh, which is all in and around wellness and good health and well-being, that we started to recognise patterns. Right from our own journey, we started to become more connected to ourselves. Then on the outside, we started to become a bit more connected and a bit more aware of what's going on in in this in society right and we noticed that with our clients too and so that was really like the the thing that kind of got us sparked up on our journey of sustainability it was really from an inside out approach rather than from an outside in approach and you guys have also been moving a bit like you are currently uh, we were just talking about it earlier that you guys are located in Thailand as well so like yeah I would love to know a little bit more about all the different moves and things as well yeah, sure. Well, we, um, we were both from the UK. Uh, well, I was actually born in South Africa until the age of 10, then moved to the UK. Uh, my parents, both my parents are British. Charlotte's also originally from the UK. Um, we worked there. From there, we moved to the UAE. So we lived in the Middle East for seven years, uh, Abu Dhabi, Dubai. And from there, we went back to the UK. Then from there, we went to Thailand. So <laughs> we've um, kind of lived in a few places, moved around. We like to experience different cultures, different places, different people. And we feel it's a great learning experience as well to just to live in different areas, really, because you just get a different taste of, of the world and you get to see different things, especially from a, well, for like what we do from a personal development standpoint, but also like from a sustainability standpoint, you really get to see what other countries are doing to to help the world exactly or what they're not doing yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh, i love that yeah because i mean i was born in south africa as well so I had a, like kind of the whole whole journey I haven't lived in the uk yet there's still hopefully plenty of time so we might get to that <laughs> you guys have really done some amazing work i've been following some of the stuff that you've been doing and you have got the wellness theory that you guys created and can you share a little bit more about what exactly is that the short version is the wellness theory basically it's an online coaching and education platform and we help people to basically understand or when they're healthy and well they, they can become a force for good in the world and we do that by helping them to get rid of unhealthy stress from their life and really leverage the healthy stress to really make a difference with anything that they're doing so that's the, that's the short version of what we do. The long version or slightly longer version is we both kind of done a lot of work on ourselves. We both grew up in environments that were stressed, but well, that we, we experienced a lot of stress, a lot of pain, a lot of turmoil, traumatic events. And this, this had a kind of profound effect on us growing up to the point where we were both suffering in our own in different ways. Kind of, we both got into the health and fitness industry. We didn't know each other at the time, but we both got the health and fitness. We wanted to help people. But I know from my personal experience, deep down, I really wanted to help myself. I was very selfish at the time. I was going into an industry which is about people thinking about myself and not really caring about anyone else or anything else. It was only when I started doing deeper work, the same as Charlotte, that we started to realize when we did become healthier ourselves, when we started to get rid of unhealthy stress, we started to work on our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health. We started to then look back and go, oh, okay, I feel grounded. I feel relaxed. I feel calm. I feel centered. Then you start asking yourself that question is, now what can I do to help others? What can I do to make a difference in the world? And that's where kind of wellness theory came from is we 
uh, we both have our different skill sets where Charlotte focuses and specializes in the mental and emotional well-being, whereas I focus in the, the physical well-being from breath and the energetic side. So we married our two skill sets together to create wellness theory is that holistic approach to stress relief. One of the things we really we, that we really start to notice is when we coach our clients through this, this holistic approach, they start to ask that question is, what can they do to make a difference? Like what they want to serve, they want to give back, they want to pay it forward. That's when we started to really look at how we can make a bigger impact on the world with that wellness theory through through causes we support, through sustainability, just on what we do individually, but also the companies we try to do work with or the companies we buy stuff from. We try to want to make that impact no matter how small or big. And we kind of went down that route thanks to the results we 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 saw our clients get. And the questions they started asking as well, we thought, okay, there's a correlation here. That's when that, that our whole mission about when people are healthy and well, they become a force of good in the world. That came from what we saw our clients go through because they all started asking that same question is, I feel much better myself now. How can I help others? What can I do to give back? We saw that massive connection between people working on themselves and then wanting to do more in the world. And I mean, it's so hard sometimes, like, especially in the field of sustainability, you know, where, you know, you've got so many things that's going on. I can remember, you know, when I started with my own sustainable journey, it's like, you know, you've just found out like, oh my gosh, you know, the world's going to end. Climate change is real. You know, you've got everything. And, and it just like adds all of this extra stress level towards your already stressful life. And so over the last, like, I would say year, I've done a lot more like personal development and, you know, I've read a lot of books and really dig deep into some of the stuff that I was doing that I never really knew was actually an issue. And then, you know, you start digging deep and then you start also to come to the stress triggers and unhealthy stresses that you've got that can easily be removed from your life. And so kind of from your guys' perspective, why would you say it is so important to actually get rid of those stress and to understand that as well? Great question. So <laughs> from our, our perspective, again, speaking on behalf, I think of both of us here is we have a certain capacity within us, I believe, as human beings. And if that capacity is being filled up with all this unhealthy stuff, it, it gets piled up, right? And we start stacking it one thing on top of the other on top of the other. And that just leaves very little room for any of the good stuff, right? <laughs> and for, from feeling free and from feeling peace and from, for feels, uh, feeling such clarity about ourselves and about the world around us. So I think, again, the kind of the short answer there is really just, it creates a really healthy space where we are able to then go after and do the things that we're most passionate about because it's so easy to get bogged down in that unhealthy stress. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so true. There's so many different like levels that you guys talk about as well when it comes to the stress management. Can you share a little bit about these like three different uh, levels with our crazy birds? We talk about three levels of stress and what we call our stress pyramid. Those three levels are the life level, the health, health level, and the root level. This is where we experience stress at these, these three different levels. Now, a lot of people tend to live in the life area without realizing that their stress actually comes from a much deeper place. So they think that um, their boss is stressing them out. They think that 
the people who cut them up in traffic are stressing them out. They think that their work colleagues are stressing them out, their family's stressing them out. They're living in that life area where all the external things are stressing them out, but they don't realize that it's, it's, it's much, it goes much deeper than that. And we, we say yeah. they, I mean, we've all well, been there. It's when we're like spinning those plates mm. of life and we just feel like we're just about keeping them spinning. It's just when we're at that point, we're living in that life level, which is the top of the pyramid. Mm. But then what tends to happen is people tend to notice that, right? And then they like try and change the job or they try and change the relationship or they try and change stuff, right? Because they really, from good intention, want change, right? They, they don't want to feel like they're constantly spinning plates or, or feeling super stressed out. And what that tends to lead many people down is a pathway then of health. They start to realize, okay, well, this isn't good for me, right? This stuff that's going on up here isn't really very good for me. So I need to start to take a look at what's the functionality of me as a human being. And that's where we start to look at things like sleep, movement, how we're thinking about things, how we're feeling about things. Obviously, our energy, taking action, all these things on a health level that help them to bring balance into their health level. Because when, when their health level becomes more balanced, the life level becomes a bit easier. And it's because it's focusing on us as an individual. So we work on ourselves to be able to then affect the external around us in a more positive way. But usually most people, when they start doing these health level, we, we've done the same. When we start working on these health level, which is eight levels um, that we focus on, which is like breathing, movement, nutrition, hydration, thoughts, emotions, sleep, energy, and action. When we work on these levels and we still kind of keep going round in circles, we try something, it works for all, we go back to square one again, that's when we know there's a much deeper rooted issue going on there. There's, there's a deeper reason to that stress. And that's when we go into that, that foundational level, that bottom of the pyramid, which is the root level of our stress. That's the important, that's where, that's where lasting change is created and which is what we're big about. We don't we don't buy into these quick fix mentality. It's all about creating lasting change. What you do now is going to affect you in the next 30 years. So make sure what you're doing is good for you and is it works for you. That comes in at that root level. Yeah, the, the root level is an interesting one because that's that's like that deep work that you mentioned at the beginning, Mariska. It was like, you know, you've been like doing personal development work and then you go deeper, deeper, deeper. And that's that, that root level when we're really trying to get into alignment with the truth of who we really are. And when we do that, that's when we can start to make the healthiest choices possible. Because let's be honest, most people, again, including us, like we used to exercise because we knew we should, right? Yeah. We, we knew we should get X amount of sleep. So we, we tried to, right? It's like we, we do these things because we think we should, not necessarily because we believe in our core that it's what we need for our entire life and it's who we are and this is how we can show up in the world. And that stuff happens at the root level. So if we're, if we're kind of trying to play with these different ideas of how to improve our life or improve the world around us, but we're struggling, it's often because there's some conflict going on at that root level. And that root level includes things like our belief system, past traumas, what we value in different areas of our life. It includes things like our identity, how we see ourselves, how we see the world around us, the things we're most passionate about. There's many, many other layers, but the that's really what we're talking about when we talk about the that root level of management as well. And I mean, a lot of those stuff that's happening on that like root level, it's, everything goes in autopilot. Your unconscious mind is like running the show. And the moment you start poking at it and be like, hey, you know what? You should actually start doing this or like 
let's not be scared of this anymore. Then it's kind of fighting the hell out of you and be like, no, you know, we need to do this. This is how we always done it. So it's really kind of, you know, continuing with that as well. So that's just what I've been like kind of experiencing. And I mean, I'm no expert, but a funny thing that's happened to me over the last week is I've realized that I have a very like negative connection with money. It's a lot of like people I find in the sustainability world where, you know, you kind of put money in the same like bracket as like greedy people and money is bad. And you kind of, you know, a lot of people have this like mindset. And when I kind of dig deeper and like, you know, you go to that root level and I came to that realization, I was like, oh, you know, I'm actually afraid of money. So what I did is I (laughs) took so much money and put it all around the house. So everywhere where I open a drawer, there's money. If I, you know, I'm standing in the kitchen and I'm cooking, then I'm staring at that. So, and just like in the past week, I can feel like, you know, I'm, I'm less scared of what I was like in the beginning. And my husband was just like, why is there money everywhere? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really, um, you know, such an interesting journey. And I mean, each person could have something else that is like at that level. And you guys have actually published a book, which is called The Magic 8 Wellness Journal. That's available on Amazon, which I'll link in our show notes as well. So you've just like touched on it previously, uh, Jonathan. But can you just tell us a little bit more, like walk through, like what is some of these practices that our crazy birds can maybe do based on those like eight wellness journal, like I don't want to say tips or like advice or brackets or practice. (laughs) The wellness journal is actually born out of um, a scorecard that we have. And anybody listening can pop ahead to our website and do the scorecard. It's completely free. You'll get practical videos on the areas that you need to improve on potentially, or if you want to improve on them based upon the score that you get in each area. But those eight pillars were really a combination of our personal experience and our experience with clients, as well as obviously the latest science and research that's coming more and more to light now is kind of how these eight pillars come together. I mean, we probably don't want to go through all eight of them, but I think what would be really cool is to go through just to, just because we're on the sustainability yeah. theme is to talk a lot about like, the um, emotional yeah. awareness because that's a big one, Definitely. a really big one when it comes to sustainability because it's something people get so passionate about, right? It's emotional. It's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. And maybe also energy. Yeah, energy and breath um, is... These two, energy and breath, are quite obviously well-connected. Energy is connected with, well, basically all the eight there, but the breath is such a gateway to to our emotions, to our thoughts, to our to how we show up. So it's such a big, big win you can do if you take time to breathe. Slow your nervous system down. You slow your nervous system down, you slow your thoughts down. You'll be able to better just see what see what you're thinking, feel what you're thinking, feel what you're feeling, as opposed to everything just hitting you at once and overwhelming you. There's a really great breathing exercise called Heart Mind Coherence which is literally simply just inhaling for five seconds and exhaling for five seconds. And just following that slow, calm pattern continuously, uh, you can do it for five minutes, you do it for 10 minutes, but it helps to just slow the nervous system down, slow your body down, which in turn helps slow your thoughts down, help you to better process your emotions as well. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, or you're kind of just feeling everything's getting in the way, 
find yourself a quiet space, sit down, inhale for five, exhale for five, in through the nose, out through the mouth, and just see how you feel after five minutes. You just feel calm, you feel grounded, you feel centered. From there, you're able to then make much more resourceful decisions and choices for what you want to do next. Um, and that, that breath is such a big, big key to that. Also, what it does is helps to just realign and reset your energy. So if you're feeling a bit low energy, especially if you're overwhelmed in your stress, your energy is going to be hitting rock bottom because that's what happens when we're stressed. But when we can calm the nervous system down and breathe, we're able to generate more energy again. We can bring it back to a more balanced kill. We feel more energized. And that also is huge because when we, when we feel more energized, we're more able to then and achieve more as well. So I definitely say to anyone breathing, if you're in the moment, you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you feel like everything's on top of you, Take yourself away for five minutes, inhale for five seconds, exhale for five seconds, and just feel your body and your nervous system calm down. It's a really, really good win. I love that. So crazy birds, you guys can do that breathing exercise like right now, even while we kind of listening or, you know, after, after you've listened to that, so that's amazing. And you guys also mentioned the energy as well. And I mean, energy for me, it's really such a, such an important thing because I feel the people that you surround yourself with as well, that is so, so important. So if you're going to surround yourself with people with negative energy, guess what? <laughs> That's going to be your energy level. So yeah, what would love to know more about you guys and like the energy. Yeah. yeah. So we, um, so one of the things we talk to our clients a lot about is something we make sure that we take care of in terms of ourselves. And it's probably one of the things we, we talk about often when it comes to energy, because it's so powerful and so easy. And often it's a case that we, we don't have an awareness of it. We don't necessarily know it is that actually we all have like this energy bubble, right? Imagine that we're in this big bubble, everybody sort of <laughs> floating around the world doing their lives, but they've all got this, this field around them for as, as wide as your arms span and for as high as you can reach all around you roughly two to three meters right depending um, on the person right so the reality is like when we are in complete coherence by using a breath exercise like five in five out that actually helps our energy bubble to stay robust it helps it to stay really resilient and it fills up our own energy bubble of that good stuff right of the peace of the contentment of the resourcefulness that we that we all possess and when we do that, it becomes a lot harder to pick up on other people's bad vibes, if you like, right? Because your own energy bubble is taken care of, those other vibes that you might be kind of feeling off of somebody else or maybe feeling like that um, emotional contagion where we're feeling like oh, drained by the people we're hanging out with or something like that, you're less likely to actually be influenced and you're more likely to then influence others as well. And this isn't just some idea that we've made up. This is what the latest science is telling us as well. And it's extremely powerful because, you know, not everybody can just decide I'm only going to hang out with, with the positive people, right? Or the people <laughs> that are my, my people, right? Or whatever yeah. you want to call them. Because, you know, we're in workplaces, we're in busy places, we're, we're exposed to, to real life, right? We're not monks living in on a mountaintop, you know, we, we're living in the real world and we need to know what can we influence and what can't we influence. And sometimes, you know, everyday life, we are surrounded by people maybe that aren't the best for us, but maybe we don't have a choice. Maybe you share an office with somebody or maybe you... I don't know, have a, a challenging family dynamic when in-laws come to stay or whatever, this kind of stuff. It's like sometimes there isn't as much choice as maybe what we would like. 
So to give you that sense of freedom is taking care of your own energy bubble as best you can. And those eight pillars that we mentioned earlier, if we're taking care of all of those, your energy bubble will literally start to take care of itself. So leaning into how you're thinking about things, leaning into being fully hydrated, something as simple as that will help your energy bubble to stay resilient, to stay robust, to be filled with that good stuff. And it doesn't mean you're never going to experience negativity, right? We're human beings and it's important that we all realize that, you know, we're going to experience every emotional on, on the on the spectrum. But by taking care of our energy bubble, it becomes a lot easier to be able to come from a place of resource. That is quite a lot to like, you know, take in and to realize just like, the power that we actually have and the control that we have, you know, like we kind of control what we like bring into that bubble and that, you know, we need to take care of that. So yeah, that's really something to kind of think about. And I mean, you both are master coaches at The Wellness Theory. Can you kind of share a little bit more about this? Like kind of how do you work with your clients a bit to actually help them so that they can have like a stress-free life? We work with our clients over a 12-month period and we um, do something what we've uh, designed called the four-phase human blueprint. So in these four phases is where we delve deep into all areas. The first phase from there is discovery. So the discovery phase is all about finding out everything about them, every aspect of their life, helping them to understand where their stress is coming from, their triggers, their belief systems, their, their values, is understanding is why they function as they function so we can know the best approach to help them make those changes and those shifts to create that lasting change that they're looking for. That's phase one in discovery. We're looking at deep diving into every area of their of their wellness from obviously from their nutrition down to their emotions, into their their childhood traumas all these areas we're looking into to see where is the best place for us to start it's going to give them the biggest return of investment and then it's going to keep seeing that ripple effect going forward yeah that discovery phase is really digging into that stress pyramid that we mentioned earlier it's like really getting thorough in that (laughs) then what happens is we we essentially lay it all out, right? We see what is it we're really, truly working with. And then from that discovery phase, we move into what we call the reset phase. And the reset phase is when we do exactly that. We start to reset some of those belief systems. We start to discharge some of that emotion. And we do this through different kinds of techniques, timeline paradigm techniques, which is born out of um, NLP. We use a lot of quantum linguistics. We use a lot of breath work, a lot of quantum flow as well. And that helps us to discharge and and really start to establish, okay, well, if we was to hit reset, what do we want to keep that serves us and what isn't? And once we start to identify that, we can actually then mobilize those changes, which takes us into the third phase, which is alignment. And when we're in that alignment phase, it's like, okay, well, this is where we were. This is where we are now. Where is it we're going and what needs to come into alignment for us to be able to do that? So just like you were sharing there, Mariska, about your your money journey just this week, there's a lot of alignment stuff going on there, right? Like you're aligning what's going on in your world, literally putting money everywhere to lead you into more alignment. Just a little side note there hopefully there's some emotional discharge happening around around any fear around money or what money represents to you that's worth exploring if it hasn't been already but those those are the things that would precede that that alignment phase and then the fourth phase Mm -hmm. is future proof yeah future proof is just making sure that our clients have all the tools and resources they need to carry on making that ripple effect and taking that step forward to achieving what they set out to achieve so they don't need to come back to us and go, I feel lost again. 
like help me. We do have clients who stay with us after their coaching uh, for what we call our support and accountability. But what our goal our goal is is to make sure that our clients have everything they need, or more rightly so, for them to understand they already have what they need. We just help them realize that they don't need all these external fixes. They don't need to see a professional every three months to to help them deal with what what's happening in their life. They have everything they need, and we're there as a support mechanism. Where there's a support system for them if if they need us, but by the end of the twelve months, they have all the tools, all the resources they need to really go forward and smash life and live the life that they that they've created and keep building on that as well. Oh, that's amazing! And I mean, you know, so many times I've done it where you know you kind of go and you jump into this program and it's kind of advertised that, you know, you just come to this one seminar and, you know, (laughs) life changing and you're going to walk out a new person. And I think a lot of people kind of think, okay, cool. If I just do enough of these like one day stuff, one day I might be okay. (laughs) So that's what I love about you guys from the 12 month program, because I definitely think, you know, people need to take it a little bit like step by step, and you kind of build on these things. And one of the books that I recently uh, finished was Atomic Habits by James Carey, I think. And it was just phenomenal to kind of, you know, see how small changes and literally by improving, making 1% improvement every single day, how that adds up. And so often we, and I mean, gosh, I've been guilty of that. Like the to-do list that I've written for myself, I'm just like, holy crap, you know, I'm not Wonder Woman, (laughs) but I think I'm going to get that done. We kind of misjudge how much we can do in like one day. We just like fill up, you know, those plates are just spinning the hell out of our minds and we don't know what's going on, but we we really underestimate how much we can do in like one year and three years if we just take it bite size, you know, step by step. You don't have to save the whole world in one day, but you might be able to make a dent in it in, you know, five years or 10 years. So yeah, so I really love that, um, that you guys take your clients on this year journey. So um, that's quite, quite cool. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with what you just said there. I just want to really echo that. Like, just to make sure people really hear it. Like it's not, nothing is one and done, right? Yeah. You don't go to the gym and suddenly be able to run a marathon in one day or lose the weight you want to lose in one day. It takes work. It's a daily practice. And it's so essential that we start to take our power back from the things that distract us from that. It's essential because we we are living in a world which I think most would maybe agree is that it's designed to take our attention it's designed to steal our focus and when we do that every moment we're giving our authority away to somebody else rather than really owning who it is we are and it's only when we're acting as from a place of authority on who we are that we are able to then sustain changes whether that be about our personal development or whether it be about the world (laughs) like we have to work from a place of inner authority to be able to do that Oh, I love that. That's amazing. And I mean, you guys have done some real deep diving on your podcast as well, the Wellness Theory podcast. And I would just love for you guys to actually share a little bit more about your podcast to our crazy birds as well. 
Yes, so our podcast is called Stress Relief in Your Pocket by the Wellness Theory. Um, and we have some educational um, videos. We, it's also hosted on um, YouTube for anybody who doesn't like to listen, which are just Jonathan and I talking through key insights and practical tactical tips that people can do. We also have really cool guests come on, share their personal journeys, their expertise as well. And we also have our clients on there as well. Our clients always come on and um, share their journeys. And actually, it's interesting, like most of the listeners love those more sometimes than some of like the higher profile people that come on because people want real people right yeah so that's so that, that's a big part of our podcast yeah definitely it's just great to be able to kind of connect with so many amazing people mm-hmm. and share that story because like you said it's with stuff out on social media at the moment in the news it's all either superficial or very just kind of depressing and it's like it's not it's not raising the vibration. It's not helping the world right now. And being able to connect with some amazing people and share that story of going from struggling and suffering to coming out the other end and flourishing and thriving and making a difference in the world. That's what inspires people then to create their own journey and, and seek help and ask for help and start to do things differently and think differently and act differently. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's what I love, kind of we both love about podcasts is, you get to you really get to connect and, and speak to and hear different takes and different approaches to the same subject, and it's really great because people will resonate with certain people and they will really take away something from it. Even if you just plant the seed, and they'll start to spread, they'll start to um, create that ripple effect. And it's just it, yeah, we're very grateful to um, for the, the the people that we've been able to speak to on our podcast. As well, just to, just to add, there is is we are true believers that people need to make their own minds up, yeah. right? Because mm. there's different entry points to personal development, to life, to to what we're mm. passionate about. And so when we have guests come on, it's it's very much around just listening and, and really just pulling out those gems. Because even if it's not something we do and we deliver, it's something that somebody listening might just have been looking for that last piece of the puzzle that moves them into action. Exactly. I think that's one of the reasons why we love it so much. Yeah, <laughs> And I think, you know, especially with what you guys are doing, something that's so key about that is that no one's going to change unless they are willing to change. So, you know, like someone can listen to everything that you're saying, listen to the podcast, go and, you know, get your book and work through everything, everything. But if they're not willing to make those changes, or if they feel, you know, they're not worthy of being that better person, you know, until they come to that point, I just feel like, you know, they're going back and forth and back and forth and they just not breaking through. So that's what I just love that you guys do help people to see what is that issues and then to move with their journey to become the better version or the other version. I don't know how to kind of, you know, word that, but to be the best version of themselves that they can kind of be. Yeah, it's so interesting you say that because the people that are not willing to change are likely not listening to to podcasts or those kinds of podcasts at least. But they that inner conflict that you've just shared is so common and I think is a big part of everybody's journey or a lot of people's journey. Can't say everyone. I feel like podcast is a real good starting point. Podcasts and books, it's mm-hmm. like people following the breadcrumbs and they're like mm-hmm. learning a little bit and learning a bit more. They get more and more curious. Then all of a sudden they their courage starts to build up and build up and then eventually they can break through. So I think those early moments are so, so mm-hmm. key. So just keep following that curiosity to see where it, where it leads. And also kind of, you know, finding 
like your tribe and the people that is into this or just like started also with this journey and, you know, kind of learn together because I feel if you're going with it, doing all of this with somebody, it kind of makes that journey easier. It's almost like, you know, you have an accountability partner as well that knows what everything's happening and they're there with you guys every step of the way. And that's what you guys are to uh, to these <laughs> clients as well. So that's just amazing. Yeah. So is there anything else that you felt we've missed out or anything you still want to add in? I think I'd just add to the um, what we were talking about with the five in, five out breath, because I think it's interesting just based on um, obviously your podcast mm-hmm. and the people listening and sustainability is that actually that vibration that we create when we're taking that breath of five in, slight pause, five out, we actually become in harmony with Mother Earth. Right? We literally are connecting with that same vibration. And when we're connecting with that energy and we're connecting with ourselves and our own nervous system and everything within us, when we're connecting with that, we literally start to have expansion happening energetically, emotionally, mentally, but then also practically as well. So kind of coming full circle on the sustainability piece, when we feel connected with the earth, how do we treat it, right? Much better exactly. <laughs> compared to otherwise, right? So yeah. I just thought that's, that could be an interesting point. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. So I have another question for you guys, and that is what was one of your most important decisions that you guys have made around Mama Earth? So I would say, I'll say what I think. (laughs) So um, we partnered with a company called B1G1, Buy One, Give One. And that has helped us as a business, but also it's helped us to be able to have more reach in terms of the impact that we have. So it's a really cool nonprofit that helps businesses to give back no matter how big or small. And I think that's been a very, very powerful thing, not only for our business and for our clients to see where their investment is going, not only into themselves, but then that that has a ripple effect out in the world somewhere. It also drives us as as business owners, as coaches, as human beings, knowing that the work that we do is is translating into something else. So that has been really, really powerful. Absolutely. It's it's just you get to use, kind of we use this partnership with B1G1 to make the most mundane things in our work life more time inspiring for example like we everything that we do in our business whether it's someone replying to our email watching our video we donate to causes that support the 2030 global goals through b1g1 we incentivize anyone who engages with wellness theory with anything that we do to know that every engagement they have with us creates an impact in the world through B1G1. And that's through the 2030 global goals. So every little click of a button, every little like of a message creates an impact for good in the world. And that's and that's what makes something so mundane so special as well, um, is being able to do something like that and give back in as many different ways as we can. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. That's amazing. Well done, guys. I mean, you are doing amazing work. So we are now going to move into our final five. The first one is what is one social media account or publication that you follow? The, uh, the Heart Math Institute. 
well worth looking up. They are leaders in the latest science in and around energy and health when it comes to heart mind coherency. I won't say more than that because you said a short answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? In the biggest thing we'd love to see is people just wake up to the fact and realize they have the power to reverse the damage that we are doing to the world right now. As much as it all seems like it's too far gone, as an individual, as a community, as a species, we have the power to reverse it. So when we realize that, that's when magic happens. That's when we can make a difference in the world. And it doesn't have to, like you said earlier, it doesn't have to be changing, trying to to change the whole world or fix the whole world in one day. It can be something small. And that has a ripple effect and it grows from there. So I think when people start to realize they have the power as an individual to change things in their life, which has a ripple effect, which starts to change things globally as well, that will become very powerful. And what advice can you guys give our crazy birds this week to actually help out Mama Earth? So the five in, five out breath, hand on your heart, practicing that for three minutes a day for the next week will immediately put you in a state where you'll be able to do at least one act of kindness, whether that be to another human being, whether it's be to the earth, that person needs to follow whatever guidance they get. Oh, awesome. And what is one sustainability fact that you guys like to use in a room with people that is not yet on a sustainable journey? It comes back to that connection between heart mind coherence and basically the earth is just the more coherent someone is um, within their emotional state, the more, the more impact they can have. So they, they start to become in sync with themselves and the vibrational frequency of the earth like, we, like Charlotte spoke about. And when that happens and we become more connected with the earth, we want to do more. We want to help more. We want to make a difference. And this leads to you know, kind of like a harmonized, harmonized living where we make healthier choices and we're more mindful and heartfelt choices regarding the earth, whether it's the people on the earth, the animals, the earth itself. We start to think of it as, okay, it's not just it's not all about me is I can make a big, big, big impact here by doing something very, very small. Amazing. And where can our crazy birds find you guys? They can find us on Instagram at wellness theory or the wellness theory.com. They go to the wellness theory.com and complete the scorecard that we mentioned earlier, which is the assessment for the, for the health level of the stress pyramid. Mm-hmm. Then for everybody that does that, we donate to plant 10 trees for every person that completes that scorecard. So just by doing that, which takes less than five minutes to do, and they'll get like loads of cool, like educational stuff too, um, they will have an impact. Oh, I love that. And you guys also have a blog on your website that's got some really yes, cool, cool articles on there as well. <laughs> yeah, I've actually done the test and yeah, there were some awesome. of the results where I was just like, Ooh, okay, need to focus a bit more on that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just amazing. So thank you so much guys for all the work that you're doing and just for being such amazing guests on the podcast. I've learned a lot and I'm sure our crazy birds have as well. Thank you so much for having us. You're most welcome. And that's a wrap. Huge thank you for our amazing guest for being on the podcast and for sharing their journey with us. You can find the show notes of this episode on the mamaearthtalk.com's website. The biggest thank you goes out to all of you crazy birds for listening to the podcast. If you have not already listened to all of the episodes, 
you can go back to a few of them. You will absolutely love them. I really enjoyed recording every single one of them. And I really hope that you enjoy listening to them. There's over a hundred episodes. So if you feel a little bit lost on which one to listen to next, maybe select one of the episodes with guests that you might want to know more of and start from there. If you enjoy the episodes, why not tell a friend about the podcast and maybe share an episode with them? Let them know that we are here and we are waiting for them with open arms and they are all very welcome to join the crazy birds globally. If you have a question for me, please send them over. The best way to get in contact with me would probably be a DM on Instagram. You can either send it to my personal, which is at Zero Waste Mariska, or the podcast, which is at Mama Earth Talk, or send me an email at hello at mamaearthtalk.com. If there's a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love to hear from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every second Monday. So make sure to subscribe that you do not miss a thing. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.